0: coming up next on chamber amplified
1: overall they are um feeling much more confident coming out of COVID than um we've been in the last year or two um and optimistic about the coming holiday season in 2024
0: welcome to the show i'm doug jenkins from the finley hancock county chamber of commerce On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it's employee recruitment, retention, marketing, IT issues, it's really anything that can be impacting your business or just information on the business community at large. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. Well, we're past Labor Day, and that means that some of you listening to this are downing a pumpkin spice latte right now. And if you're drinking that pumpkin spice latte, that means the holidays really aren't too far behind, which then means it's a critical time of year for area retailers. Hang on, let me catch my breath there. And while a lot of us came into 2023 expecting retail sales to slow, recent data indicates that actually hasn't happened. Kathy Nagel-Irvin of Retail Trading Tools is going to join us today to talk about why retail sales are still strong and what area stores can do to capitalize on that. We also get into an issue that's been plaguing the retail industry recently, that being theft. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, you can rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. Something that jumped out to me in some of the headlines I was perusing a few weeks back is that retail sales are up, and the National Retail Federation showing, I think, a 0.7% increase in July, a 0.3% increase in June, and given everything that's been said about the economy and inflation and everything like that, uh, that might be a surprising headline for some. What's driving it?
1: Well, I think that's good news for everyone. Um, I think the summer months brought lots of people traveling and um, being a little more generous with their opening of, of their wallets, um, whether they've done vacations or just those splurge purchases on, you know, smaller items, not big investment items, but the splurge purchases. Maybe it's for a lady, it's perfume or makeup or, you know, for a guy sporting good equipment. Mm-hmm for the summer. Um, So I think things have kind of stabilized as far as the economy. We're not seeing the inflation rates growing um, as quickly in the grocery industry that we did earlier in in the year. And gas prices, knock on wood, have been stabilized and we're not seeing that $4 mark anymore. It's still over three, but it's much better than what some years have been previously.
0: I think it's interesting because I think if you ask a lot of people, and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on, if you ask people how the economy is doing, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. But what they're doing with their wallet seems to indicate that they have some confidence, which if you're in the retail side of things or really any business, that's a good thing.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think, too, uh, going into the fall and the holiday season, um, people are willing to open their wallets a little bit more than they've had in the past. And I think they're planning ahead strategically for when they see like an Amazon prime day, um, Mm -hmm. putting away a few, uh, you know, good deals for Christmas presents later um, and strategically thinking about who's going to be on their shopping list for the holiday season and buying it in advance. Because in the last couple of years, we know with supply chain issues that what you see when the holiday season products come out may not be there come the middle of October. So, buying earlier is better than just hoping that it'll still be on the shelves when you're ready to make that purchase.
0: Yeah, we had you on about a year ago to talk about getting ready for Christmas and the holiday season for retailers. <laughs> how do, if you're running a retail business, how do you sort of reset? your strategy to then align with the new buying strategy of consumers who are maybe buying a little bit earlier but setting it aside for later in the year for, for Christmas or something like that.
1: Right. What I see is um within our local retail community that um they they're strategically buying in assortments that maybe be a little bit conservatory as far as inventory dollars, but they're stretching out those purchases over a longer period time august you know you see uh, our local retailers are already having um holiday items and fall items come in and they're on their shelves earlier in july and august where maybe before they you know with supply chain issues they were worried what what am i going to sell in november and december and they were hesitant to put that inventory out on the sales floor and i think now supply chain is is um uh stabilized and that they they feel confident that they can get reorders on you know products that are selling later in the season um the one interesting point that that i read online was um i think it was in a wall street journal article that um some holiday purchases like we always think of candy canes or Mm -hmm. boxes of chocolate sugar is in a in a uh uh dire straits and some Some manufacturers have stopped um, accepting orders for holiday items when it comes to if the ingredient is sugar. So that's interesting. Better buy my five pound of sugar for my holiday baking early this year. Get that taken care
0: of and put it in dry storage.
1: Yeah, the candy cane manufacturer and another um, uh, holiday sweet producer have already cut, uh, stopped accepting orders from merchants. So.
0: Man, if I can't get my gingerbread cookies over the Christmas season, it's going to be sad holidays be for me. <laughs> I love gingerbread cookies. So we, we talked a little bit. So despite what people might say about the economy, they're certainly spending like they have confidence in the economy. You talk to a lot of different retailers. Are you? Are, do you feel like business owners and managers are, are maybe a little bit more confident in the economy right now as well? Certainly it's anecdotal, but I'm just curious what your experience has been.
1: Yes, I think they are. I think they're a little bit worried about credit card processing fees and the increases that we've seen in the past year um, and merchant service fees as well. Um, and they're starting to shop around for alternatives, which is good. And I think overall they are um, feeling much more confident coming out of COVID than um, we've been in the last year or two um, and optimistic about the coming holiday season
0: in 2024. So that's a positive for retailers and certainly going to help uh you know them maybe expand their operations, continue to do business, whatever it is they want to do, it's going to help them towards their goals. But one threat that retailers are facing right now, increased theft. We've seen that in the news that uh, those loss the losses that they're seeing on that side uh are starting to become real dollars uh, whether it's small retailers big retailers all across the board people are seeing issues with this
1: yeah the national retail federation um in their their last estimate for 2023 estimates that theft from all kinds of retailers big box to mom and pops a hundred billion that's with a b dollars for 2023 in retail theft um, so it happens here in Finley. It happens. It's not just a big city flash mob mm-hmm. that comes into a mall and steals things. Um, it's happening everywhere across the board. Um, we're seeing also with uh, retail theft um, just last week, Dick's Sporting Goods here, a local merchant um, corporate wide, they had to let over 200 employees go to balance their PL against their loss of I think it was about forty, I want to say forty million, or it was a significant amount of retail loss. And then you're seeing some some manufacturers in the marketplace getting more using technology to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, one example is DeWalt tools, always um, a high retail theft item that they're using technology where. When the tool is shipped from the manufacturing facility, it's inactivated. So if someone steals it along the trucking department all the way to distribution, all the way to the store, the tool is only activated at the store level after the transaction has cleared. So you're gonna see more technology like that. It wouldn't, wouldn't it be great those you know we've all seen those videos of Walmart somebody walking in and carrying mm-hmm. out five gigunda TVs wouldn't it be great if the technology in the next year or so yeah go ahead and steal it you can't turn it on it won't start
0: <laughs> feels like we might be heading this way it's interesting I'm, i i'm getting caught up on shows that i never had a chance to watch before i'm watching the wire season two and that's a c se- that's like a subplot of uh of a of a storage container being stolen off of a dock full of uh digital right. cameras because digital cameras were new at the time this episode came that's how far (laughs) behind i am on tv as i'm watching tv shows from the early 2000s that i missed but but that was i was you know that represents a huge loss that's just one way of course we're we're more focused on the the storefront sales and storefront loss things like that but there's there's 100 different ways that companies are seeing loss like this
1: yeah for sure and you know um You know, August as far as apparel for most places went very well. Coles did very well. Um, Ambercrombie and Fitch uh, was above plan. Um, but you know, the bottom line to every business is when we have to write off the losses from theft. And you're seeing that more and more that it's just hitting the bottom line. Um, no matter if you're big or small. Um to
0: So we know it's an issue. What are some things that retailers and stores can do to try and mitigate this issue?
1: Um, I think for our local businesses is, you know, having the staffing on on the sales floor and being proactive, working with the Finley Police Department community outreach um, to help train your staff or report crime when you see it having more cameras in the store, if you don't have a lot of cameras, increasing the number of security cameras and actually reviewing the footage. Um, I know that, you know, we all work together as a community in retail. And and if we see something happen in one place, um, behind the scenes, we're either reaching out to other retailers on the block and saying, hey, have you seen this this person or had the similar situation. So I think just working together as a community is really um, going to help.
0: Letting your neighbors know if there's there's been an issue it certainly goes a long way. And you mentioned the cameras. Uh, we did a podcast a few months ago. I'll link to it in the show notes, too, if anybody wants to dive into it. Uh, that those cameras can work along with AI and kind of monitor areas of the store, and you know, even if you don't have eyes on it, it has eyes on it and kind of let you know what's going on there. Um, so that's that's also an option too. Of course, those things cost, so you have to kind of weigh those. I think you're right. Just that interaction with customers and people coming in your store can be one of the best deterrents.
1: Yeah, and you see some of the the um, drugstore chains, unfortunately, have the very high theft rates and mm-hmm. they've had to put everything behind lock and counter. Who wants to shop in a store where I can't, I have to ask, ask somebody to unlock my shampoo, you know,
0: <laughs> that's that's yeah, adds a little inconvenience <laughs> to the shopping. And then unfortunately that might people might, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I'll buy it online. Which exactly. I'm trying to keep people in the, the local stores. I have to believe that your store layout can play a big factor into this too. Don't yeah. put easily st- stolen items right next to the front door i used to go back and forth with this with our manager when i worked at american eagle way back in the day some 20 some odd years ago at this point the corporate would come out with a store layout and inevitably they'd have belts or earrings or something right near the front of the the store and if you were busy and somebody didn't talk to them right away that was easy for people to just grab and go and you wouldn't even notice
1: yeah yeah and i've even seen that um a few of the clients i've worked with um in wisconsin had a couple of years ago smash and grab at um in downtown cities Mm -hmm. and one of the things was to uh look back at what is in the front of the store if somebody decides to um break into your store um the example was she had a lot of um oh collectible beads and and um charms and yeah you know one smash and grab and you know Thousands and thousands of dollars out the window, being proactive of where you lay out your merchandise, um, you know, and keeping those big ticket items close, close to or on, under security tags and, um, you know, or behind a lock case. Again, the more salespeople that you invest in, in the customer service mm-hmm. experience, the more eyes that you have on the floor.
0: Yeah, put your heaviest items up front. We've got our anvils at the front of the store. That's that's the way to go. So, well, Kathy, I, again, I appreciate your time and a, a lot of good insight into what's happening into the retail world. If people want to talk to you about some of these issues or maybe some other things that uh, they have in mind, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, just go to my website, retailtrainingtools.com. And there's a link to contact me and I'll be happy to talk about whatever your interest is.
0: Sounds good. Kathy, thanks for joining us again.
1: You're welcome, Doug.
0: Thanks as always to Kathy for joining us. And for real people, if you own a store, stop putting the easily stolen items near the door to your store. I can't tell you how many times back in the day the loss prevention would get mad at the staff of the store for really a decision that was made by the store layout team. Just stop doing that. If you have any insight over it at all, don't do it. It'll make your life much better. Anyway. That'll do it for this week's episode. If you have any ideas on topics that we should cover on future episodes, send me an email, djenkins at Remember, if you're listening on our website, you can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for us in your favorite podcast player. Again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Finlay hancock County Chamber of Commerce.